Okay. Pop pop beep it up Hi. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Beaker Bros. We're the Beaker Bros. <laughs> hey. Hi. I'm Janudi. I'm Sonia. Me know us as the Beaker Bros. And behind the camera this time we have Rio. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this episode's gonna be a little different because we're on. gonna do. Oh no, you can keep talking. Uh, we're gonna do a little, I guess. What's it called? What did you say? A year. Yeah, just like a year in the life. Also, year in the like, life. A little recap. Do you mind if I like take the video and like put you in the like just to show that you're behind the? Uh -huh, if you're, uh -huh. if you're uncomfortable. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> it's gonna do like a little year recap, I guess. Um, a lot's happened in a year. I can't believe a year has gone by already. To be honest, I felt like. January like I already left for the Netherlands and somehow I'm back here. It's December like it's insane to think of how much has changed I can't imagine for you guys like how that's been like too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're gonna go into a little deep dive into What we've been up to and um, yeah, a little reflecting moment. You know what I find that as so How do I say this so when you're younger it feels like time goes by really slow mm. But the older you get, time starts going by quicker. Yeah. And I feel like that's relative to how long you've been on Earth. So, yeah. for example, like, a year when you're five years old is, like, 20% of yeah. your life. But a year when you're 20 is 5% of your life. Yeah. So, because, like, real, does that make sense? No, I get it. No? It's, like, comparatively, <laughs> it feels like such a, a time. It's, like, okay, that happens, and you're, like, okay, on to the next. But when you're a kid, you're very much, like, oh, my God, this is a whole year but it's 20% of your life, so it feels longer. Mm. Did that make sense for you? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think I'm making some sense here now. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but anyways, with that little quip, little anecdote, if you will, let's talk about our years. Well, I mean, I guess starting with me, because sure. Sonia's looking at me deep yeah. in the eyes. And I, but let's see, I started off the year by moving to a whole different continent, country, spent Four months there, traveling, living probably the best time I've ever had in my life. Oh, that's wholesome. It literally, like, such a, a peak, such a high, such a good time. I was still in school. Like, I was on exchange, um, in case people who don't know that. I was on exchange for my master's program. I was situated in the Netherlands, but I ended up traveling every weekend. I think I hit 12 countries, if I'm not mistaken, during that time. Uh, don't ask me how much I spent. Well, I know is I hit 12. Um, but it was such a time it was a good time I felt I learned a lot in the sense of I think my whole life I've been very academically inclined and I still am but I think the Your brain has a lot of folds the, the, there's folds in the brain yeah. but one thing that I learned I think the best lesson I've learned from exchange from just from the four months was that I have an identity beyond being a student and I didn't know that until I was fully immersed in the lifestyle they have there. And even Snaps. students, like, there, like, school's at the bottom. Not saying that they don't do well, they're not whatever, but there's so much more to life and so much more in terms of balancing and placing boundaries on, okay, this is when you have to work, this is when you have to do things, whatnot. So I think I've learned a lot, and I definitely have brought that back coming here and kind of navigating, like, okay, this is what I have to do. Yeah, I'm still cramming things, I'm still procrastinating, but it comes to a point where I'm like, I am more appreciative of doing life and knowing that, if something doesn't go my way in terms of my academia, that's not the end of the world. Like, I know I can try again. I know I can do something differently. I know that there's so much more to me than just being a student. And I feel like my whole life has been that identity. And those four, four months actually allowed me to explore that and explore being grateful for different cultures, different experiences, 
great food, great people, great memories, doing so much more that really like fills my soul. I always make this joke, like, I swear to God, a piece of me has been left behind in exchange. And every time I look back at it, I'm like, oh, what a great time. I came back. I finished up my master's. I did my practicum. I wrote my scholarly paper. I, in, the, uh, I guess, last four months, I graduated and I'm done my master's. The fastest master's I've ever done. I guess that's the biggest. It's the only master's you've ever done. <laughs> but, hey, hey, don't say that. Maybe I'll run it back. Who knows? I'll do another. You know, hey. A year from now, maybe I'll do another master's. Who knows? Pardon me. Um, but no, yeah. It definitely has been a year that I felt like I've lived three distinctive lives for sure. And I felt like I've learned a lot of lessons. And I guess I can't wait to see what the next year has for me. Because I didn't. If you told me in January what kind of. What are you laughing at, Rio? <laughs> Say your comments. Say your comments. <laughs> Say it. No, it's just a little. <clears throat> no, no. It's good. Yeah. A Christmas miracle that you've made this far. Thanks, thanks. Um, but no, I would generally want to see, like, I, 2023 was full of surprises, and it sounds cringe, but, like, it generally has. <laughs> see? He's laughing. But honestly, you don't know where life's going to be 2024. You tell me, like, last year that I'll be here, or, like, I've experienced everything I've experienced, I wouldn't have believed you, but mm. I'm glad that I did. I have a question. Yeah. So you said, like, the main takeaway from this year, I guess, is the fact that you know, you no longer see your identity solely in yeah. academia or in school. Mm-hmm. So then now, how do you view your identity if it's not attributed to that solely? I, that's just it. I just, I'm just Januni. Like, I'm not Januni something. I'm not, I'm just Januni. Like, I'm not Januni the work, Januni the student, Januni the great, like, I'm like, I'm everything, but also nothing at the same time. I'm just Januni. And I think that's the best way that I've kind of seen myself because I'm like, I don't need to be, Januni something I'm just Januni and I'm multifaceted in that way like I feel like everyone's like that like we have so many identities why do we have to stick to oh my gosh Januni's good at that one thing or she's she can do that or she's that like yeah I, I can be that but I can also be other things but I can I don't have to be stuck to one label yeah okay. just Januni what a big year yeah. being like going from 22 to 23 I feel like no one likes you at 23 I'm gonna yeah. be honest I'm waiting till 24 what gets better in 24? Uh, you're not 23. Yeah, that's, yeah. 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 We, clo- uh, yeah. we quote Blink-182 here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rio, let's, let's turn behind the camera first. Um, folks, <laughs> we've got Rio here today. And, you know, Rio, why don't you give yourself a little bit of an introduction? Because you've been in the background. I'm the still past. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come in the front? No, 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 it's okay. okay. Yeah, you can be a pop-by and say, hey, like a little wave. That's too intimate. Okay, okay that's fair. Yeah. Okay. We'll be like the, you know when Mills, the, that ominous voice, whenever it tells you to get mm-hmm. out of the library. They're never going to f- know who, who, what my face looks like. Yeah. Oh. He's like the narrator. Oh, not, okay, I won't use that I little like video. That. The narrator. The, the thing that I just took, yeah, yeah. that's not going to be the episode. You're just going to be like an ominous voice. Okay. Okay. I like that. I'll change my name and everything. Anyways, we'll change. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, um, I graduated from McMaster in 2023, April, and now I'm in Teachers College at York University. And like Janini, it's been... Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> I'm looking at you guys. <clears throat> Anyways, just like Januni, uh, I feel like I've lived two lives this year because I was a student at Mac and now I'm a student at York. And the contrast in the education department between both schools are really different because one school I'm learning from a teacher and the other school I'm learning how to be a teacher. So, mm. Whoa. Have you... Oh, sorry, wait. Did you no, no, go ahead. 
Um, what, I guess, so like in the few months that you've been in teacher's college then, um, just reflecting upon your university and like just time in school from, I guess, like when you were, I don't know, three, four years old, what do you want to emulate moving forward as you're becoming a teacher from the teachers that have taught you? Is there anything? Um, there's this idea of cultural relevant pedagogy, if you guys have heard of that. I, culturally relevant. Zoom into my face, it's confusion. I don't know if that's focused on. I don't know either. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, so cultural relevant pedagogy is just the idea of using or like applying your students' kind of background or culture within your classroom and learning environment so that it feels more relevant towards your students. So, for example, like the biggest like aha moment that happened in my class was when we read this article of a teacher who in their class, they're reading like job professions in their in their like grade three classrooms. Mm -hmm. And you know those books where there's like, oh, what what job is your parent? Like, are they a doctor or a lawyer? But then, like in reality, like, no, my mom is a stay-at-home mom, or like, my dad's working at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And when the teacher realized that the book that they were reading had these occupations that didn't actually reflect their their students' parents, he was thinking like, it's not like that engaging for their students. So like when you just start with that and realize like this also applies to more than just like a profession, a job profession book, it could also apply to like assignments or like readings, like stuff that can actually help students be engaged because it's relevant to their culture. So, yeah. That's first of all, super interesting. Mm -hmm. Second, I feel like that's been a, um, What's the word? Like a movement just in um, like a lot of different professions over the past, I don't know, maybe like decade or so, because yeah. now it's become more mainstream, I guess, to be culturally competent. Like for example, yeah. in the, like I'm sure you've also heard like culturally competent practice, yeah. like yeah. in the perspective of healthcare. Yeah. Like just recognizing that the ideals or yeah, the, the, the ideals that physicians and healthcare pra uh, practitioners in Canada promote about Western medicine mm -hmm. is very different than, let's say, indigenous populations who are much more focused on, like, um, natural forms of, uh, like, medication, and even in different, uh, amongst different ethnicities, like, being South Asian, there's other, there's other ways of viewing mm -hmm. health that are, that is not just from the perspective of the biomedical model that's yeah. often used in, um, like, formal clinical practice, mm -hmm. but, yeah, that's interesting. I was gonna say, I was gonna say like in global health, I learned that like it's all about cultural competence and just different. Uh, it's very interesting to see how the Western view kind of tries to impose it on different parts of the world and whatnot. Um, but it's so important to look at other perspectives too, and kind of seeing. I guess what you said, like the biomedical framework is what we use in all of science and mm -hmm. medicine from our perspective, at least on others. But it's also important to be cognizant of others. Yeah, like learning can often occur in a silo, and that's. Like, it's sometimes just the nature of learning, like, when you're limited with resources, mm -hmm. like, you're confined, I guess, to the people that, in your, that are in your classroom, but that doesn't necessarily have to be a negative, especially, yeah. like, if the students that are in the space that you're learning with are very, like, yeah. nuanced in their backgrounds, mm -hmm. like, if you're able, I guess, through the culturally competent, uh, what was it? Relevant, culturally relevant pedagogy. There we go. Culturally, culturally relevant pedagogy, if you're able to like take it, not in a negative way, but like take advantage, I guess, of the experiences that students have to offer, that just makes learning a lot more productive and creative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
And there's, yeah, I, I, there's like a lot of other points relevant to, we'll call it CRP from now, so we don't okay. have to. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of other points like having a high potential for your students, considering that no matter where they come from, they're, they have the same potential as every student in that class. So like, yeah, we can touch upon those on a, on a different Yeah, yeah that's, no, that's so interesting. interesting. Yeah. interesting. For sure. Like, I remember um, just in courses that I've taken in the past and like other readings that I've done, like there's, I don't know, just talking about, we don't have to get into it now, but like racism in education is oh. so rampant and yeah. even like, un, what's it called, unconscious biases that yeah. we have to, towards certain students of different ethnicities and races is nuts. But we'll go into that later, but. But anything else you wanna share that you've learned from this year? Going back to your point about how like I'm not a oh, what's that word a student I guess student, yeah. yeah because I'm not like I'm I'm a teacher <laughs> no, no no but like when we're growing up like school is what is surrounding us so we assume that like our identity is found in being a student mm -hmm. but then after we graduate maybe the second time we graduate for you but we realize that like there's more to life than just being a student yeah I agree how about you Sonia. God damn, what a year it's been. Um, um, where do I begin? Yeah, it's been a fantastic year. Like this is my, I'm now going into my second year of my master's. I'm, the plan projection date to be done is April, 2024. Um, yeah, I think just the main takeaways from this year, there's, there's a lot of people in my, my life that have entered and a lot of people that have left. And I feel like the people that have now entered my life are so much more conducive and um, I don't know just like a lot more fulfilling friendships that I had yeah. now or that I have now and that I have dropped in this past year it just makes you happy and more a well-rounded person but other than that um, yeah I've had the fortune of traveling um, saw y'all in um, Europe I saw more of Canada this year um, what else yeah, we're all, oh, ADHD, like, learning to navigate that. If you go watch the last episode, that's yeah. also been a huge thing. Yeah, it's just a happier, simpler life. I, the stuff that I cared about last year, I don't necessarily care about this year, and that just creates a lot more headspace for me. I'm vibing. Met people, learned new things, feel more creatively fulfilled. That's my year. I guess, okay, I want to go around in a circle and just maybe say one thing that you guys... Are hoping for for 2024 like an intention go be you you're next okay, I, I asked a question though so you guys answer it all right we can just cut this everyone think okay i was gonna say whoever no that's a stupid example never mind what? i was gonna say like whoever smelt it dealt it so like whoever smoked <laughs> it goes first okay i'll go first okay um i think saying but you know what I mean okay my intention for 2024 I think the biggest thing I want to learn or whatever whatever the right word is is that I want to be okay with things I can't control mm. I snap, think snap. that's the one thing I want to learn and I think that's one thing I struggle with but that's what I want to be okay with and knowing that there's a different path okay okay your turn guys <laughs> Wait, can I ask a follow-up question yeah what, what what do you think it's gonna take you to what Hold on. What do you, you think? You can ask a question. Yeah. What do you? 
Use your big girl words, Sonia. Okay. What do you think it's going to take for you to get there? Well, see, here's the thing. I have a whole year to figure that out. Okay, so gotcha. I'll let you know when I get there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. If I knew, I think right now I would be at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see. You yeah. know what we should do? You know how, um, have you ever seen those Vanity Fair? I think it's Vanity Fair or Variety episodes that Billie Eilish used to do like oh, every yeah. year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This should be our version uh, of it. Are we gonna make it by next year, guys? Why would you say that? I'm sorry. Hope for the best. Okay, Rio. Hopefully, you're still around. If yeah. not, we'll see you later. <laughs> okay, Rio, go. Yo, I didn't even think. Can't top that off, can oh, you now? Jeez, I didn't think. I didn't... Of... What was the question again? Are you looking forward to, to like? Or like, what? What do you want to set? What intention do you want to set with 2024? Like, what right, do you want right. to learn? It's this. Honestly, it's the same thing. Or yeah, same thing that I followed this year. So just like, I don't know, filling the space more with stuff I enjoy. Self-love. Self-love, like continuing that. So just like continuing to keep my space from other people that aren't fulfilling me. Yeah. Mm. Gonna continue that. Yeah. Just live, laugh, love, you know? You always look like you're on the verge of laughing. Like, am I saying something Again, stupid? You say something nice, and then you both say something in the end that's just so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's getting now. <laughs> okay, Rio, go. Um, along the same lines. He goes at the end, so he can just compromise. He can't think for himself. God. No. But just the idea of self-love, like, I feel like I'm... I keep saying yes to a lot of stuff. Not to this. This I genuinely want to do. Uh, he couldn't show the face. Yeah. <laughs> His eyes were wide. I genuinely wanted to join this, but um, I don't know. I feel like I've been picking up a lot of responsibilities, and then there's other responsibilities that are also out of my control. So then I have to commit to those ones as well. So maybe, like, I guess being more organized and learning how to say no. Boundaries. Mm. To wrap this up, I have a couple of quotes on that topic. Sorry, were you done your point? I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> there's, there's... I don't think it was good. I have a lot of mottos. Janouni has heard me say a lot of these mottos. Um, yeah. But I'm also going to share them with you, Rio, because I don't think you've heard them. And also our audience on the, the podcast oh, hasn't God. heard them. First and foremost, if it's important, you make time. And mm -hmm. if you're not able to make the time, that means that there's other things filling your life that are not allowing you to make that time. And you need to reevaluate as to whether or not it's worth to keep it around. Mm. That's one thing I always That's good. I always say. Second thing I always say. On topic, I'm going to say so many quotes, but <laughs> time is a non-renewable resource. So going oh. back to like wasting your time, oh. if it's not serving you, like do what you can to get it out of there because you're not going to get ever get that time back. Mm. Last thing I'll say for now, even though I can say a lot more quotes, life is what happens when you're busy making plans. It's a, that's a, from a song by John Lennon and the song is called Beautiful Boy. It's actually, you're laughing because I've said it before, yeah. but I'm saying it again. Life is what happens when you're busy making plans. If you're too busy working, obviously you have to work to make a living, to sustain yourself, to do X, Y, Z. But if you're always focused on the next thing, like you're just gonna be constantly anxious and worried. So live in the moment. Do what you can to fill yourself with the people around you. Live, laugh, love, be happy. And with that being said, that is our year-end's recap. This is gonna be probably out at the beginning of the year. So this will be like, Entering the new year, but also like recap of 2023. Hooray. Bye. Bye.